You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And very pleasant. Good morning, everybody. It's always good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind, and yesterday afternoon at Dodger Stadium out in Los Angeles, the Marlins were wrapping up a three-game weekend series against the Dodgers. Miami sent its ace, Sandy Alcantara, to the mound. He went opposite of the right-hander, Ryan Pepioy of the Los Angeles Dodgers. And with a recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. Well, the Marlins take it on the chin this afternoon against the best team in baseball. Dodgers win it 10-3. They made it a long, tough afternoon for Sandy Alcantara. Ironically, it was a long afternoon, but it was his shortest outing of the season. Dodgers, as they did a couple of times last year, able to knock Sandy out of a ball game early, and they go on to sweep this three-game set with a 10-3 victory here today. The Marlins were facing Ryan Pepio, celebrating his 25th birthday today, making just his seventh big league start. And they had a chance against Pepio in inning number one with two on and two outs. Brian Anderson single to left field. Joey Wendell tried to score from second base, but Joey Gallo gunned him down at the plate, keeping Miami off the scoreboard and really setting the tone for the day. In the bottom of the first, the Dodgers jumped on Alcantara. Mookie Betts, an infield hit. He stole second. Trey Turner lined to third for the first out. Freddie Freeman took a call third strike for the second out. But with... Betts in scoring position. Will Smith delivered. 0-1 pitch. Line drive to center field. Going to get down for a base hit for Smith. Betts waved around third. Coming home. Blade's throw is not in time. And the Dodgers take a 1-0 lead. A big two-out hit by Will Smith. Max Muncy would ground to first. Sandy would be out of the first inning. But it was a 27-pitch first inning. And when it was over, the Dodgers had the one-run lead. Now Sandy came back in the second. And he got the first two outs. Striking out Justin Turner and getting Gavin Lux to fly to left. But then Joey Gallo hit a fly ball toward the wall in right field. It looked as though Brian Anderson was going to make the catch, but he couldn't quite come up with it. It went for a triple for Gallo. So instead of the inning being over and Sandy maybe being in position to get on a little bit of a roll, he had a man at third with two down for the number nine man in the batting order, Cody Bellinger. They shift against him and on 1-0. He smokes one to right. Again, Anderson back. Anderson at the wall. It's a home run for Bellinger. 3-0 Dodgers. Cody Bellinger with his 17th of the season. RBI's uh, RBI's 51 and 52. And the Dodgers had the lead. They would add to it against Sandy in the third inning. Sandy allowed back-to-back hits to Trey Turner. An infield single. Freddie Freeman an opposite field single. Putting men at first and second. He struck out Will Smith for the first out, but then trailing 3-0 faced Max Muncy. Hot smash into right field. That's a base hit for Muncy. Waved at third. Turner, he's going to score. Anderson's throw is in towards second base, and it's 4-0 Dodgers. Sandy came back to strike out Justin Turner and Gavin Lux, but he was on the wrong end of a 4-0 score through three innings. Now the Marlins would come back in the fourth inning, a leadoff walk to J.J. Blade against Pepio. The right-hander then came back and got Brian Anderson on a fly ball to center and struck out Miguel Rojas. So with two outs, trailing 4-0. Marlins had a man on for first baseman Lewin Diaz. 2-1 is in the air, left center pretty well. Bellinger racing back onto the track at the wall. It's a home run! Lewin Diaz is first of the season 
And the Marlins are back in the ball game at 4-2. That ball carried out here to left center. Well, Lewin came into the game today with two extra base hits and 79 big league plate appearances this season. Today he had two extra base hits in his first two trips to the plate, a double in the second, the inning number four. And so the Marlins right back in this game. It seemed at 4-2. to two, The question we asked at the time, Sandy come out in the bottom of the fourth and give you a nice shutdown inning, and unfortunately he couldn't do it. Joey Gallo let off with a single. He would go to second base on a Cody Bellinger ground ball. So man in scoring position with one out in the bottom of the fourth inning for the Dodgers right fielder Mookie Betts. Base hit into left field off the bat of Betts. Coming around third, Gallo racing toward the plate. The throw home won't be in time. Betts goes to second, and it's 5-2 Dodgers. They've scored at least once against Sandy in each of the first four innings here today. Then a walk to Trey Turner. A Freddie Freeman fly ball to left for the second out, but Sandy couldn't quite get out of the inning facing Will Smith. Fly ball to right, sending Anderson back. It's over his head. He's not going to get it. Bet scores, and it's going to bounce up over the wall for a ground rule double, leaving Turner at third base. 6-2 Dodgers with the effort here today. So the Marlins at that point were down 6-2 through 4. Dodgers would add on a home run by Max Muncy leading off the seventh inning against Waskar Brazabon would make it a 7-2 game. Marlins in the eighth would get a run back. With the Vandy alum David Price on the mound, the Vandy alum J.J. Blade was the batter for Miami. 2-1 is in the air left center. Bellinger racing back onto the track at the wall. He can't get it. It's a home run for J.J. Blade. He goes deep against his Vanderbilt brother Price. And the Marlins cut the Dodgers lead to 7-3. Unfortunately, the... Dodgers will put this one out of reach, scoring three times against Waskar Brazabon in the eighth inning. Brazabon in his longest outing as a Marlin today went two and a third, five hits, four runs, three earned, walked two, struck out two. He was left out there to throw more pitches, 60, than in any appearance at the big league level so far this season. Dodgers in that three-run bottom of the eighth inning. Got uh, couple of RBI singles, one from Will Smith, the other from Justin Turner. And Aaron throw to the plate from the right fielder Brian Anderson brought home another run. And 10-3 is how this one would end today as the Dodgers complete the three-game series sweep. For L.A., 10 runs, 16 hits, no errors, 10 left. For the Marlins, three runs, six hits in an error. They leave six. Brian Pepio, the winner, 2-0. Six innings, four hits, two runs. Walked two, struck out seven. A lot of homer, hit about it through 97 pitches, 59 strikes. Sandy Alcantara, the loser, 11-6. Again for Sandy, his shortest start and his worst start of the year. Season-high six runs and a season-high ten hits over just three and two-thirds today. He falls to 11-6. Time of the game, three hours, 18 minutes. So the Dodgers now 39-8 in their last 47 games beginning June 29th. They improved to 84-36, a season-best 48 games above 500. They're a major league-best 43-15 here at Dodger Stadium. As for the Marlins, they've lost four straight. They have lost 17 of 22, and they're now 13 and 29 over 42 games beginning July 6th. Miami falls to 52 and 69. The Marlins are a season worst 17 games under 500. They've been swept in a multi-game series for the seventh time this season. Outscored 19 to four in the three games by the Dodgers. This was all LA from the get-go this weekend. 
And the Dodgers roll on. Marlins are going to stumble now into Oakland. Marlins and Auto Nation working together to strike out cancer in our communities. Every time Marlins pitch records a strikeout this season, $25 be donated to Auto Nation's Drive Pick Initiative to support cancer research. Today, Marlins pitchers recorded 10 Ks. That's a total of $250 for the season. Now, 1,054 strikeouts. $26,350 for the Marlins to Auto Nation's Drive Pink initiative. Tough afternoon for the Marlins. The Dodgers wallop them, and they sweep the series. Miami now 52-69 and 69 on the season. Let's hear what Donnie had to say afterwards. Donnie, there's, uh, there's very few teams that hit Sandy hard. Uh, just what did you feel was the biggest struggle for him today against that Dodgers lineup? Uh, well, their lineup's the biggest struggle, and you know they're going to make you work. Um, you know, when they when you get them out, they make you fight for that out, and then it just keeps kind of kind of keeps coming. And today it seemed like they were on like they really were on the fastball all day. It seemed like, um, yeah, they didn't. They had really good swings at that all day long. It, even when Sandy's maybe faced some trouble or given up a run or two early, he always seems to kind of find that second gear, that second level. Did it seem like just even that was missing for him today? I thought his stuff was good, honestly. He was easy early, like 98. It seemed some 99. Same hit 100 today, where his stuff looked easy. He was on an extra day, so I didn't think there was any kind of uh, like tiredness look to it. You know, I think you got to give those guys credit. It's a good lineup, and there's going to be days when uh, you know you're not going to be as good as you normally are, and, and they make you pay. The ball hit. It's a matter of, you know, you mentioned the lineup that, you know, mistakes maybe against other clubs you can get away with, but against this club, you can't. Well, I think that's in general what you talk about with better teams. You you know, better hitters don't allow you to make mistakes. And so we always talk about it. Guys that leave the ball in the net, right, when they're fouling stuff back, you get yourself a pitch to hit and you foul it back. You don't necessarily get two or three of those in that bat. You get one of those. So, you know, teams like this, they're, they're better at not leaving balls on the net. The ball hit by Gallo that ends up turning into the triple, is that a pretty tricky play, or do you see that more as a, a ball that maybe needs to be caught? It's, in a, it's a little bit in the sun. I know it's a tricky – anything along the wall is going to be tricky. Uh, it looked like he found the wall good and then just was kind of sliding down the law or down the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I guess a little bit – tricky i mean I, I think it's probably a play if you ask him he probably feels like he should have made it uh, that's what you love guys that say that mm-hmm. so um, but i know the sun's involved at this time of day uh, and then anything around the wall is going to be a little bit tricky is this a good learning opportunity for, for your pitcher or at this <laughs> level is that beyond, beyond that no i mean everything's good for you right sometimes goods you know you have bad days it's good for you you learn you know where you're you're at against the best teams when you play this kind of team. You know you're playing a team that's capable of being in the World Series kind of every year. Uh, obviously, we're not there, but if we were there, this is the kind of team he's going to have to face. So, you know, you kind of find out exactly where you're at, uh, and you grow from it. And that applies to the team overall as well, not just saying, <laughs> I mean, just to have the young guys going up against that. And- yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's really not that much fun when you get beat down. I think it felt like the Mets series. The Mets kind of dominated us at home. Uh, these guys kind of dominated us today. It's not something that you want your guys to go through. You'd like to be more competitive than that, but you know, uh, it kind of tells you where you're at. That, that send in the first. Yeah, I know Gallant. He might be a ball lover, but you're fine with that. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, 
first inning base hit. We got to try to score two outs. A couple uh, extra base hits for for Lewin, uh, Just yeah, which like about Lewin's That bats. was good to see. Yeah. The the laser he hits into right center was hit really well. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, the ball he goes out to the left. That that's a really good sign for him because a lot of balls he hits over there don't go anywhere. They kind of get out there and die. And that one kept going today, so I thought that was encouraging for him. He's been working really hard, mm-hmm. you know, trying to to get behind the ball and stay behind it. So that's a good sign for him right there. For mm-hmm. JJ as well, I think left center half. Absolutely, JJ is is a guy that I think if you ask him, he's leaving some balls on the net, right? So he fouls a lot of balls back. He gets himself good pitches to hit, and that's where we talk about with him just kind of being able to continue to shorten his route, so he's not leaving balls back. And he's getting pitches to hit. He's not missing. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Is it seems like he's having those good at bats. It's just a matter of maybe not missing as that pitch that he gets in. Pretty much always, he gets himself a good pitch. He's got a good eye. He's got a decent idea what he wants to do up there. That's a big advantage for a guy at this level. Uh, but when you get those pitches, once you work to yourself to those counts, then you can't miss them. The, the Dodgers have the best record in baseball. Do they? You, know, you mentioned the Mets earlier. Do you think it's those teams kind of set the pace for the NL at the moment? Yeah, I think the depth of the staffs um, and then the depth of the lineups. I mean, the Mets are a little different, but uh, they're, they're a lineup that's up and down. You feel like, you know, they kind of ping you or they hurt you in different ways. So these lineups are a little different, but they're very similar teams. If they play, you kind of lose your money on seven series. I'm not allowed to bet in baseball, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins setback to the Dodgers yesterday afternoon in Los Angeles. Uh, here come the Marlins in Oakland tonight. A 940 start against the Oakland Athletics. Pablo Lopez will go opposite of the right-hander Adam Aller of the A's. We'll hit the air at 910 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.